Spectrum of colors? Yeah. This is like, all right, there's probably a gang for green. I know there's a gang for yellow. Blue, red, black, probably. Maybe not white. No. But, welcome to. What? Members <laughs> only have one color that they can wear. Of the show, aka Tony Melbourne, aka Mr. Mirror on the Wall, aka Mr. Sarkin Podcast. Without you niggas knowing, aka Mike Always Hot. Never come. AKA Dead in the butter. Okay, gone. Yeah, You've yeah, been gone. Fancy clown. Right. Been around. So, Yo, I'm yeah, the sample. Oh, I'm the sample nigga. See, you got both. You have mad ability in food, but you ain't listening to voice. I listen to food. Everyone listen to food because that's basically the entirety of all. I never drink champagne. <laughs> Mere alcohol. It doesn't thrill me at all. Charles in the building having a good time with uh. We should do a music podcast with the three of us. I get a kick out of boo. That's the shit. We can talk about music on this podcast. There's only one beer left. Oh my god, what? <laughs> it's just like. If I wanted to like add music to this podcast, we could talk about music on here. That might be an idea. I'm not, like, I'm not close to that. Oh, I actually would probably wouldn't be the worst thing because like Sam's Clubs are going real long nowadays talking about all three. We could go to manga for Sam's Club because I want to read Jujutsu Kaisen. I told you that because we're always watching it on the other show. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, eventually we're gonna start it reading works. the back it stuff. Works. It works. <laughs> that works. Look at that. Look at that. But anyway, <laughs> we got a wonderful show today for you guys. I got a <clears throat> got some questions. Couple of things. Couple of things. First, uh, did y'all hear about Sci High? I have no idea what that is. All right. Sci High. Yeah. Is that that plane that blew up. Oh. Because there was a plane that had an engine go bad midair over Denver. It fell on people's homes. <laughs> no, I think he's talking well, about a person. Fell, the debris fell on people's homes. The plane, I think, made it all the way back to Denver. Because it was a Denver to Vegas flight, which is a fairly short flight. All things considered. That's like me drop, like flying from Charlotte to uh, Ohio. Which is a flight that I've done a decent amount. Um, no. So I will give you a little sound so you guys can hear what. Uh, Assassination. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so this just happened. Look, so well wishes are pouring in for Sahai yeah, Prince so, uh, after he says he was nearly killed while driving down an Atlanta highway over the weekend. According to an Instagram post shared on Sunday, February 14th, the good music artist was almost another victim of gun violence. Today's a day about love, but in my city, the city of Atlanta, there's no love here anymore, he wrote. A couple nights ago, there was an attempt on my life. Somebody tried to gun me down on the highway. I tried everything I could do to lose them, but they were adamant about taking me off this earth. They were shooting at me while I was driving, and even after my car flipped, hit a pole, and crashed into a tree, they came back and shot the car up some more. Saha isn't sure if it was a case of mistaken identity, an attempted robbery, 
you're a good music artist. You yeah. ain't even about that gang life for real. He says, at this point, I don't know if it was mistaken identity robbery, robbery or associated with something that I did when I was younger, but I haven't been in the streets in over a decade. I just want to know why and if there's anything I can do to fix the issue. I was born and raised in Atlanta, and I have tremendous love for my city, but it's chaotic out here. I'm trying my best to keep a level head, but you don't know how it is or who to go after. Um, oh, so it's hard to wrap your mind around and it's, and not be paranoid. By the grace of God and my Lord, the Savior, Jesus Christ, I'm still here. I just want to let the people know who are trying to kill me that I'm not a bad person. I don't want revenge. I just want to understand and closure. So everyone that's in Atlanta right now, please protect yourselves, stay out the way, and be careful because it could be all over in just a split second. But yeah, he went on to say some more, talk about like the actual like influential like artists inside of the city that have street ties and talk about them like actually using their influence to like put some of this to rest. He said, I'm not going to name any names, but you guys know who you are and what type of careers that you guys have been allowed to have. So to turn around and like maybe make some of this stop would be beneficial. But yeah, so I wanted to talk about like one. That's crazy. And then two, how do you think you would deal with your life being like an attempt on your life if you were like, let's say this got big, our studio got big, things like that, and then somebody tried to like kill you? How do you think you would like process that and then like move forward? I don't know. And it's hard for me to know I'm outside. Oh. It's hard for me to know outside of the situation that I'm in when I'm actually in that because someone tried to assassinate me. I feel like I'd be pretty wrathful. It's just like, well, you just tried to assassinate me. That is a problem. For real, for real, though. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ash? It was terrible. I don't know how I would react to that, but I also know it would be a good reaction. Because what the fuck did I say? <laughs> like, I've said some pretty controversial things, I guess, like, when we get into, like, black dynamics. Like, I know niggas do not want me saying that shit. I'd probably be called a coon up and down. I know Larry Elder probably had to go through that shit for real. Like, it's a lot of, like, black conservatives that gotta go through that. Um, What was it? Dr. Shiva gotta go through that bullshit, too, where somebody just, like, it's a lot of hate going on. But I just don't imagine, like, my words ever being that profound or for me to matter to somebody that much. Like, oh, you gotta die, bitch. And then afterwards, like, but but why? Especially if you're trying to do good. Like, me, I don't think I'm trying to do good or bad, but you just thought I should die because I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, somebody shot at me. And then, no, this was, oh, you're in the car and I'm actively, I know what's going on here. And I'm trying to get away and you are following me. And you are following me. And my car, I crashed because I'm trying to get away from you and then you pull back up and be like, I'm gonna air the car out. Well, something came back up. Also, the assassins aren't very good at their job. True, but that's a good thing. I mean... Because I like Sahai. Sahai, uh, he put out an amazing album a few years ago. Not that that really matters. And, like, just trying to assassinate people is not a good thing. Like, I get it. I mean, I probably shouldn't articulate how assassins could be said that I'm having been in the streets in over a decade. I feel like at this point, anything should be water under the bridge. 
Like, yeah, but now this is making me think like, is this some weirdo conspiracy theory going on with rappers now? Where like now you like I don't know like how they thought. I don't think between Tupac and Biggie was no conspiracy. I think that was some like gang shit. But now that I'm thinking, because there's really no like beef going on. That's like beef beef it's just like instagram twitter so now i'm like is this some weird fucking conspiracy going on that i'm not aware of i feel like to thinically really hate someone is that's inside of the mainstream is probably pusher t hating drake yeah but that'll never like leak outside of like how it was maybe one day back in the 90s still like all the music yeah Yeah. it's just like i don't know pusher t is just a bet so now i'm just thinking i just think this is really odd like that all these deaths are occurring like this and yeah, like somebody keeps trying. I'm like, so, and then you like you said, this nigga really ain't got no reason, not a good reason, he's a good music unless artist. it's something that he's just not saying about it. But I don't know. I don't get those vibes. Like, no, like from what I know and following his career, uh, he is one of the writers for Kanye. He's wrote one of his albums. Um, because everybody wrote one. It's like, who who wrote Jesus Walks? I don't know. Which is Ryan Fest. Ryan Fest wrote Jesus Walks mm-hmm. that first album, mostly. Uh, Kid Cudi came in with Enemies of Heartbreaks. Um, Travis Scott was there for some of it. But Saha was also writing like, oh, and Big Sean. Oh. I think it was the, his first three was uh, Ryan Fez, Big Sean, and Sci-Hi, okay. which are also his three best albums. So Sci-Hi has been like an amazing artist for a while. Yeah. Also didn't put out any music for a duration of time. Then finally like put out one of his like his first album. Shit was immaculate. Like you can still go back to that bitch and smack smack front to back. And then he also went back to not putting out music but also like still being a part of like Kanye's group and Kanye always makes sure that he takes care of Sahai like Sahai's never like it's not like a designer situation with uh, him and Kanye I mean that's the weird thing if you're on good music you're all it seems like he always takes care of almost uh, what's your designer what happened to designer he took designer's single used it and then left him on the label and did nothing with him so designer just sitting there waiting out his contract yeah, designer had a whole rant about how Kanye is crazy. They won't let him out and release music and shit. Like he was really upset. Oh, that means he can. And never... so is Tiana Taylor. So no, Kanye fucks with you if you help Kanye's career, not the music. Big Sean has a hand in Kanye's career. Pusher T has a hand in Kanye's career, and also Kanye Pusher T is Kanye's favorite artist because Kanye likes that grimy rap, and Pusher T thinks that's the best. So that's his favorite. That's why he always like. But make sure he has immaculate albums and shit like that. He likes Pusha T as like a fan, and he just happens to have the power to like produce and put this nigga out. And so he makes sure that Pusha T shit is always immaculate. That's why Pusha T gets like is like the president of the music and all that shit. Yeah, he just likes this nigga. But Sai High had a hand in his music. Travis Scott had a hand in his music. All the niggas that he like really fucks with, says what, yeah. for, had a hand in his music. Everybody else that's on good music, like, Tiana Taylor doesn't stand for Kanye. Like, they have issues, and so does... Him and Big Sean had, like... Tiffs. Tiffs, yeah. Like, towards this time, with Big Sean going more towards, like, kind of be like... 
I wouldn't say enlightened, but going towards like meditation and like focusing on self and things like that. Fucking with your name. Yeah, and kind of, well, kind of. So, but that's also the nigga that got him in starting and signed him. And so. Oh, I mean, I don't know how long his contract is for and how many are off. I mean, I don't think he's like. How many records is for? The problem with not allowing someone to release music inside of the record industry in general because you're not signed for a time, you're typically signed for a amount of albums. Yep. And if you're not allowed to release music, that means you're just kind of there. perpetuity, which means forever. But, I mean, uh, the biggest lesson is you need a time expiration as long, uh, along with an album expiration. Or ex- uh, expiration. So it needs to be so like three albums. Get a time expiration. Three albums... I feel like three albums in seven years is a reasonable amount of time. You're not going to get that. Well. I can tell uh, you why. Well, yeah, because it forces people to actually act. Well, not even that. Let's say you put out your first album and it pops. Yep. I'm probably going to put you on tour for two more years after that. So that's three years gone already. And then you start working on your uh, second album. That's you should be working on your second album while you're touring, boy. You didn't like work on that, but you got two years of touring while working on that same album simultaneously. Get but inside the studio for like another year, but release that. Look at like the success or like the way the huge he would do it right now. Let's look at Drake. He's not releasing super clips. Neither is, and neither, and never has. Uh, what's his name? J. Cole. Uh, Kendrick doesn't release like that. So even if they were, you let's say every three years. So I got two for six. Yeah, you, I don't, you tour on that one and then you probably get the very last release on that album as maybe, part of that Maybe, or one. you bullshit me and milk me out of the year and then you go off and be free because you hit your seven years and now you're a megastar and I don't get my third album? Oh, but at no. that point, more than likely, I still own your first two albums, which are still going to make the most money out of everything. Maybe. It's like, yeah, you can be a super hit, like... Rare and also, I'm gonna be real. Or you could do me because I mean, that's basically with uh, outside of time, what um, Frank Ocean did to Universal for Endless mm. and then released Blonde with Apple Music. It and also kind of depends upon the way you word your contracts because y'all remember exclusives. Exclusives being for streaming services, yes, those are dead now, right? Do you know why? Because no one oh. wanted them. No, that's not why. <laughs> it's like and that's not why. Though. Oh, they were wildly popular. Frank Ocean killed them. Doing what I just explained to you. And what does finessing uh, the labels out of their uh, money? Basically, what he did is have them pay for the album that is blonde with all the features and everything like that. Then gave them and turned it endless which is that visual album of him building stairs for two hours. Oh, see. And that counted as his album, got him out of his due, and then he releases Blonde like the week later on Apple Music as an exclusive release. And then the record labels, since they're all pretty much owned by the same person, came down and said there will be no more exclusive release to any streaming service as a retaliation towards that because they lost a lot of money. Well, what? So that's what happened. That's pretty much them not structuring their comp contracts, right? Because, like, you should, if you pay for the production for it, you should probably own it. That's like me paying to build a house and then someone else moving into it and saying it's theirs. 
absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you did. He like he had a good lawyer. He read that contract. It's like oh yeah. Even though they produce it, they don't. I'm like, sorry about that nigga the, on this. They don't own the things that they produce for you. You have to finesse the fuck out of them. No, nah, fuck record labels. Don't yeah, so that's what happened. I'm surprised he didn't try and get like a 20. I would probably would have phrased it. I'm making a 28 track album. It'll be great for streaming services. You guys are gonna right. make a ton that's of money, and then you guys there. get this random visual album thing, and then I get two albums out of y'all somehow. Nah, I fuck it's with them like niggas doing you that get shit. Right. And bleach. That's why I don't get uh, exclusive releases on any streaming service anymore because he did that, and they were like, "Oh, oh, you're setting an did. example. We, we will, we will have this <laughs> no more." <laughs> Well, yeah, this is just the volume of money that you get paid for. Um, yeah, because they were letting it was then it was artists were able to just go to record, not record labels, but streaming companies, and be like, "Hey, I'll give you this body of music for this amount of money." Yeah. Chance did it. Chance could do it though because he's independent. Yes. But well, I, I don't feel like Chance is giving anyone's giving Chance that much money anymore because. No. <laughs> We love you. But Why? Because he loves his wife? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's just the body of work doesn't merit the price anymore. <laughs> it's like, I mean, all right, Asher Rap is contentious, and I don't remember the name of the milk tape. Mixtape. Uh, and then mixtape about nothing, so. Like, I played a few songs from that mixtape. I got hit to no name off of Chance the Rapper. So I'm done blessed with that. But, <laughs> Thank you, I mean, but I, I ain't never been Chance like a big. It's just like, I just look at your body of work and say, Yeah, I ain't I'm never been like, Nigga, this shit right this. here. I just remember, I'm like, Who the fuck is this girl on this damn track? And then falling in love with no name before she became no name. And it's also. I knew her with the gypsy. <laughs> But y'all ready? Uh, so y'all hear about all the craziness that's happening in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. No anything. Okay. It just doesn't function. Have y'all heard about the mayor of Colorado City, Texas? What's his name? Why would you name yourself Colorado City, Texas? So let me read you guys a tweet from Tim Boyd. <clears throat> he said, "Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute." That's the mayor? Yes. Ooh, he came out swinging. He said, no one owes you and your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing, all caps. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep you and your family safe and warm. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy, is a direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of the socialist government. Whoa, 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 I got all the problems with it. It wasn't before that. You don't get to tack this second thing on and say, yo, this is all up to you guys, and then say, this is a product of something. No, it's either their fault or it's not their fault. Wait, he said, y'all wanting this is a product of, where am I? Socialist government, 
where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will be dependent on for handouts. Am I sorry that you've been dealing without electricity and water? Yes. But I'll be damned if I'm going to provide anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mash them together in one group. Bottom line, quit crying, looking for a handout, get off your ass, take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem, be a part of the solution. But actually, I corrected it because what he wrote was, don't a part of problem <laughs> be a part of the solution. So, yeah. There you go. That's Tim Boyd. He's not going to have a job in the Oh, he resigned right after that. My nigga said, I'm leaving. Yeah, that's hilarious until you realize that the taxpayers are paying your power bill right now. So, it's like, you got to leave. Well, I'm going to Cabo. Oh, no. Be a part of the problem. You be a part of the solution. You're not leaving, bro. Not getting any of this money. But yeah. So how would y'all feel if that was y'all mayor? I feel like really? well, first right. things first. They got exactly what they deserve because they voted the nigga in. My other thing is, realistically, if Texas has been open this entire time during COVID, that didn't say to y'all that y'all um, local government. officials and constituents don't give a fuck about y'all and care more about the dollar. Why do you? Why do people just think that the government is your friend? Like, what? Where? I just don't understand what all that shit was going on. You heard before a whole bunch of that, crazy information. Because I got my other one. I got one other story about the brave Texas father. Have you, y'all didn't hear about the brave Texas father that traveled twelve thousand miles to acquire food, warmth, and shelter for his family? Big where? Daddy Energy all around. Also, also known as Ted Cruz. Big Daddy Energy all around. No. Ted Cruz went to Cancun with his family to a resort during all of this. And so, all of Texas is really upset with Ted Cruz. No, y'all don't get the right to be upset. Y'all had a cho- y'all actively chose this thing. So you got six more years of them. issue with people being upset with all of these people is y'all want limited government interference. Y'all don't want them to bother y'all. Y'all want to just Yeah, that's what conservatism is all about. So, with y'all officials basically <laughs> tell y'all that, y'all are surprised and upset. Joe Rogan, didn't you move out there for this? Oh, he sure, Joe yeah. Like, freedom is fucking free. <laughs> I don't know if he's necessary. Well, he didn't show that he was super upset on there. It's like, oh, it was a once in a lifetime phenomenon talking about what should they be doing? So, he wasn't showing that he was upset, but I'm pretty sure that he wasn't happy that. I don't have power. All my entire family sleeps in this studio. Currently. Well, he probably has generators. Well, I would hope. But whatever. Uh, I, I mean, I'm assuming Joe Rogan probably has generators because he's like that apocalypse now type dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. It's just the fact that everybody in Texas is all up in arms and it's like, um, why aren't you helping us? But this is what you signed up for, bro, bro. How are you surprised? Yes. And then the fact that they're like, the government has to help us. Y'all didn't want to be a part of the United States. Please. You niggas said, hey, we don't want to deal with y'all no more. Y'all doing that other fuck shit. We, we Texas. We out of here. Hmm. How'd that look right now? Your, your governor actually has to ask for help, too. And I don't think he has. He hasn't even declared a state of emergency in Texas yet. He said they're cool. 
Everybody's going, <laughs> everybody going to Mexico to enjoy daytime. Oh, if I were the Mexican, if I was in, if I was in Mexico, I'd be like, no, 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 stay over there. We canceled all y'all flights. COVID risk. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they over it though. Right to Cancun. But my thing was, I think it's crazier with the mayor mm-hmm. that basically told his entire city, hey, fuck y'all for real. Little little do you know, you live around the corner from these people. And it's Texas. They have guns. So do me. And ain't nobody popping uh, This nigga clearly is ready. Like, yeah, <laughs> he hey. is so ready. He left. <laughs> and he also knows that he has a home to go to that's probably warm and well lit. <laughs> uh, well, he doesn't anymore because the mayor's home is paid for by the city. When you resign, you Listen, you anybody that has go big hey. enough to talk that shit is prepared. I'm he sorry. A, he had a home in a different state. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what the fuck you're saying. he didn't sin, he was born his flight. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what? I moved to one of the actual cold weather cities they were ready for this. I ain't saying you gotta be the smartest person in the world to be married, but you damn sure better be the cleverest, goddamn it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was like, fuck you, fuck, fuck you, mama. fuck you, you're cool, I'm out. Basically, is what yeah, he said. Like, I don't care what happens to none of y'all. Bro, how do you, people are dying during this time. Texas is definitely agree that this was damn sure very insensitive time to say that oh <laughs> no, it was not the time I mean, to say that but if he had said it afterwards he walking on that plane as soon as he was in there because there was probably a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people was just like well we about to go pop off and we got this just like they shot at the mayor's house well he wasn't there where is he at currently he is somewhere else he's not even telling you where he is I support him saying what he said but also <sighs> You already know who you're talking to. Like, he already said, like, you feel like y'all entitled and shit like that. So, um. Also, probably shouldn't be the mayor. But also, they voted for him. So, I don't know how much I can feel about that because you picked him. Yeah, it's like. Like, I don't know how bad I feel for you because it's not like he was appointed the mayor of your area. It's not like. Your governor is like, he will steward your land. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not like it's a lord in olden times. Yeah, I just don't expect no one to take care of me outside like, of myself. So It's like you elected right. a scorpion and well, then he's I shit. mean, I get what he's saying, but I also feel like if you collect my taxes, mm-hmm. you can't say that to me. You're right. That was You're insensitive. My employee. But I, also, he said the truth. This is one of those things where, like, well, being yes. mean and telling the truth be the real fine line. <laughs> I don't think he's necessarily telling the truth. He is. Who else you? If something happened to your family right now, you was going to somebody, you going to somebody with your hands out, or you go oh, figure it out. I mean, but it's all. I'm. I'm. Well, one, we live in. I'm just putting a coat on it. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping in coats and stuff, probably. I just, See, you didn't be like, yo, CD of Cleveland, also, what's going on? Is, I need them well, heat blankets. Also, we also Texas, pay money for infrastructure. I would understand not being prepared, thoroughly prepared. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting there to be feet of snow. I mm-hmm. can deal with a couple of inches. We spaz out, like Texas spaz like, out if they get We might shut stuff. everything down. This is true. Deal with a couple of no inches. one's expecting any type of emergencies I'm not even ever. expecting the government necessarily to do anything. But what I do expect is the power bill and the power company that I pay mm-hmm. to do this for job. their shit not to just break down because it got cold. That would be my issue. I'd be like, um, excuse me. 
But that's like the whole thing with like prepping and how niggas think they fucking crazy. It's like they realize the reality of the situation. Your food, your lights, your heat is controlled by everything but you at this point. Oh, yeah. So what happens when the shit just goes? Like this shit ain't guaranteed. Like everything that builds must fall down. So I understand preppers where they coming from when they're just saying like, I don't know when, but what if it is right there. So also like why? Like I don't understand the concept of just being just kind of dumbfounded when shit like that happened because when COVID happened I damn sure was like I can't be out here lacking just for me and Riley and I live with two older people I'm like well what can I get now and I use my stimulus check to just prepare the best that I could and I know people ain't on that vibe but that's just how American culture is you comfortable until you ain't <laughs> so uh, I mean I mean for the COVID nothing's fundamentally changed luckily we live in, exist in a place that's prepared for two feet of snow Mm-hmm. Like, that's lucky for us. But in Texas, like, yeah, you guys get two feet of snow, and it's really, really bad, and you guys aren't really used to this. One, this is kind of like, things are, if we don't start taking care of shit, things are only going to get worse. Well, I guess if I was them, I would have just took to, like, Twitter and ask questions. Like, realistically, you can use kitty litter and shit like that to make sure that it doesn't ice up too bad. As long as it's not, and it's not going to get to negative degrees out there. It's just snowing temperature, but it's not like negative two or anything like that. How, how what was the temperature down there? Because it looked like it looked like it was literally the Arctic all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like surprise, it's all it's for, it's literally the middle of the Arctic. Everything's bad. Yeah, but it's not like the weather don't be telling you days in advance, which I know people probably try to prepare for that shit as fast as they can. Again, oh. very insensitive mayor such and such. Like when I got but also the truth. But when we got that snowstorm, I was absolutely went out and did shopping and did everything I needed to do before we got that snowstorm early this week. Yeah, so like, but. where is the surprise? Like, it's not like we ain't got fucking. We got a whole weather channel where it's damn well, near twenty four seven. But what weather. I will say, I will. I could never expect the entirety of my my entire state's infrastructure to be incapable of dealing with like I fully expect it like I don't understand what niggas la la land y'all living in like this shit everything that's built will fall it's coming I don't know when but it's gonna happen so I mean but you would just assume that like you pay all this money for this infrastructure and you look at it and it's just like so you guys are saying that there are windmills that are capable of functioning inside of cold weather and it does, it's not really an applicable cost, applicable cost difference. You guys just didn't buy them to save what? That's what y'all attached to, what you paid for. You entitled to some shit that's fucking fake. You doing this for this convenience for now. Anytime, any moment, when the lights go out, everybody looking goofy as fuck. So I, goofy. I, I mean, I'm not particularly looking goofy. But when the lights go out, Usually people are like, oh my fucking God, there's a panic. Like if I go out citywide, it's pretty a, g- a general panic, a general discomfort that you feel in the air and you see people going out, oh, outside. But That's this shit, you don't own this. You basically rent all this shit for your creature comforts. Get over the fact that you pay for it. like So they can rip this shit away from you any second they want. They showed you in the hands, oh. in the hands, drop of a hand, they could shut down the entire world if they wanted to. Well, first, my None entire problem this. with that is, is when you live inside of a city or any type of place, they actually force you to get all these accoutrements. It's mm-hmm. not like you can opt out of it. Exactly. So, but they also means that they could take it away from you whenever the fuck they feel like it. You can't force something on me and then say you can take it away. 
Yeah, it ain't care. You didn't sign the contract and shit like that. I don't know what to uh, what the my ta- actually see pay. There is a general expectation of things when you actually pay for something. You pay taxes for a given service. I know. You pay for something you are required. They're actually required to. And you entitled to your expectation. If life has taught me anything, no, I expect it's not about, it's not nothing. Entitled. It's not an enti- sense of entitlement. I paid for this, so you're contractually obligated to give me this. Like it is very possible that that certain companies inside of Texas is going to be held liable for these debts mm-hmm. because you guys didn't take care of this infrastructure well enough. Now you could say that's going to be a negative, like inward problem, uh, inward, a downward spiral because now you're going to sue them, take money away from them. So that means then they're not going to be able to fix the infrastructure anyway. But like that's just kind of what it's going to be. Um, I'm like I'm sad that people died, but it's like maybe instead of everybody having the highest guns per capita, you also have the highest gold coats per capita. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> they got. There's a lot of guns in Texas. So not too many coats. <laughs> it should be a fucking. And also, the, I bet you should have like, a park. If I was been to old work. I'm like <laughs> I would have been out there like so. I want to get rid of all these guns. One Gosh. gun for one coat. The only thing that's guaranteed is games? fucking change. Y'all didn't let me. I think Ash's point was what happens when government decides to remove itself and not do the things that it's supposed to do. And you're talking about things functioning in a society where the way that they're supposed to function. Well, yes, they're supposed to do this, but what happens when government just stops doing what it's supposed to do and says, well, we're not doing it anymore? In a sense of like let's say the American Empire falls American Empire that's a unique way of putting that but inevitably it will though every empire ever if you want to call it empire we call it a country right now we're naming it a country everything that is built will fall they shit guaranteed down here nothing lasts forever so if you niggas keep thinking that this shit just supposed to keep going and you can just keep running on fumes how many years left we got on fucking soil i think 60 because we just keep overdoing it this shit will collapse it's gonna collapse hard and niggas is not gonna know what to do and i know that's very doomsday like but it's just how everything is going since the beginning of time. Everything that rise fall is always a continuous ebb and flow. What what else I would mean, you want? Fall and collapse aren't the same thing. Okay. So like say breakdown. T- like the Roman Empire fell apart. Mm-hmm. And it fell out all the way back to just being a city. But like majority of a lot of the a lot of the things that we know today have been around for God knows how long. Like, England's been a thing for how many years? How long? Like, but how they super... Was lost in the, or, in like... The like, there was, like... Oh, yeah, you went, to, you went from the Roman Empire into the Dark Ages because... Yeah, so... Yeah, we lost technology, but it's not like everything fell apart. But it damn sure wasn't at its height, is what I'm trying to say. If I could word it better, you're not going to be at the height of any more. Any rapper could tell you that. Once I was the Papa nigga, now there's another one. Like, it just goes in cycles. It has to replace itself. Oh, I would say we're falling right now. Now, we haven't been at the height of America since probably, I don't know, mid-60s. Yeah, so that's my point exactly. Electricity, probably going to be... 
electricity might be obsolete one day because we've changed it with something. I don't fucking know. CDs ain't the most popular thing. This stuff will not last forever. I'm sorry, it's not. This shit just will not. It's always been built on flimsy ass sand. I don't know how y'all have much faith in the people that keep telling you to have faith in them at this point. But if that's what you want to do with your time, also okay with me, but... I'm just saying update the infrastructure of, of Texas. It probably should be done. It needs to be done. And our infrastructure overall as a country needs to be updated. Like we are Infrastructurally, we are wildly far behind. Yeah, but it has to be like a death first. Like something has to die out in order for something new to come in. Everything has an end to have a beginning. So I mean, she wasn't supposed to be here for forever. Me, I, I just say we can schedule the end. Like, I don't understand that. <laughs> like saying, we're going to stop using this here and we're going to start using something else. But things inevitably like having ice storms in Texas is something that's wildly out of everyone's control. So I understand that these things are definitely surprises. But there's also a way to deal with these surprises. Yes, there is. The best that you fucking can. It's just more so irksome when you win. The, it ain't even like. could have actually <laughs> undermined this. There could have been, but then, like, think of how much money you didn't spend on electricity or t- just one Texan is spent on electricity and how it accounted for nothing when shit hit the fan. I was saying, what are you attached to what you paid for? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay, you paid for it, Ed. When it come back on, you're still going to be paid for it. You just mad now. What you expecting because you just paid for it? Get that shit out your head. I gave you my money. What the fuck? <laughs> Ed, what the fuck is like? Well, for... For power and stuff like that, you're giving you're giving money for service that that were rendered. It's not like they're going to be charged for the downtime. Which the is future. a fair trade, I understand, but nothing in this world is fair. Get over that shit, dude. You not nothing down here is fucking fair. You don't do good and good things will happen to you. No, most good niggas get fucked up shit happen to them, and sometimes bad niggas win. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking head. This should come back to me because I gave it to you. Oh my god. Well. <laughs> My my conversation about you doing something good to have something good come back to coming back to you. That's I know I'm missing good. an example, but I'm oh, just no, saying I'm, that's a whole other tangent. That yeah, you're not doing anything good. You're doing. But your expectation just because I pay for it and Tony paid for his PlayStation Five a pretty fucking penny. But he, I'm pretty sure he's well enough. Like this shit could break down tomorrow, and I'll be like, huh, this is a fucking he bummer. You can send it back and get another one and get a replace. But he's not gonna be like, well, you on the PlayStation Five, like on the phone, like you motherfuckers. Like, you know, do you know who Tony is? He definitely would have picked up the phone and as said, long you motherfuckers. That's fine. So I wouldn't be like. So there's a guy that bought a PlayStation in like February 9th and he's suing PlayStation now because when he bought his PlayStation, his controller had uh, controller drift. And he said PlayStation d- d- didn't disclose this issue. Bro, they mass produced millions of this console and controller. Of course, some of them are just gonna naturally have defects. He, he said he went out and bought another controller that worked. Why are you suing them? So, on her hand, I wouldn't be like this dude where it's like, oh, I'm so upset that you guys owe me this and I feel entitled. Would I send it back and expect them to replace their shit that I paid for and they broke? And then would I be a little pissed off if they didn't? Yes. But I also know that there's not a whole lot I could do if they don't. Like, I could try and sue, and then that's a lot of, that might be worth 
The problem with large group lawsuits is that the lawyer gets all the money and the people get like 50 bucks. And even if I just try to sue for my own thing, like, hey, I just want my system back, that's probably going to cost me more than it's worth to just go out and buy another system. And so it's just, so there are certain times where it's like, you just get fucked over as a little guy. And you just kind of got to deal with that. So I get what Ashley's saying, too. Mm, I mean, for Texas, they can control the people that they're dealing with now. They like, picked all these people that are fucking like, When Ted Cruz comes back up for election, you can remember this. But you probably won't. Because that's... He said the people that want to resign are haters. He said he wouldn't say that to them. Huh? He said the people that... Um, there are people with protesters outside of his house when he came back. He said those people are haters. Um, oh, him I mean, that's a kinder. That, to them. that was way more kind than they could have did. They could have just firebombed his house and then just burned it down. Oh, nobody want to do that. <laughs> it's just right. like. Because his offense wasn't that bad. Like, if he planned it and it just so happened to be an ice storm, that's a totally different oh, no, story. But if we was he, like, was if this nigga was. If it was like, oh, yeah, nigga. Well, shit, what the fuck? Like I said, you getting your dick sucked every 50 miles, boo. Not you right. waking sure I'm okay? That's all I married you for. Oh, everything. You ain't got no stuff no more because your place got burned down. If he's smart enough to get you out and fly you somewhere else, he's smart enough to protect your shit. So thank you, Ted Cruz, for protecting your fucking family. Instead of just sitting there and being like, oh man, like I said, that's a shitty situation. Well, that's the thing. Not everybody can afford to fly out to Cabo. Yeah, no. Kinda like, I I get that. I'm well aware of what you are capable of. What could he stay? Well, see, the problem with being Ted Cruz is if you go to Washington and you ask them for money, everyone's going to point at you and laugh. Because you've been the guy to tell everybody nobody gets any money. And then you come like, can we get some money to help fix our infrastructure? Ah! Yeah, everyone's doing the best they can. And this whole fucking... You need to be doing this. Oh, I, Man, nigga, you, who are you? I can't say he's not, I can't say he's doing the best that he can because it's not oh, like He did the best of what he thought he could do. He, he did something, shit. He actually ask for it. The best that he can is doing his job. I'm not suffering with you, niggas. Get the fuck out of here. Just like you standing outside my house and protesting when I do something you don't like. It's not even so he did anything wrong. I did something you don't like and now you're trying to yell at me for it? Get the fuck out of my face. Well, I, if I was a person who donated for Ted Cruz, you didn't actually do your job. Your job is to represent us to Washington. And I'm also not suffering with y'all. No. I I'm not asking. You're in Washington, D.C. at that point in time. On vacation? No. I don't think they're on vacation. We're actually, I do believe we're actually in Sesson currently. Like, I don't even understand why he was in Texas. Like, I understand you don't have to be there for every vote in every single situation because you're a senator and the Democrats have the majority. Like, a lot of times people just don't show up just because of the fact that... Um, he said that he was being a good father and his daughters wanted to go to um, Pancom. Um, and that uh, he wasn't going. He was just dropping them off. But then also one of their friends... Uh, sent in group text messages where him and his wife were asking them do they want to go on the trip to Cancun with Oh, uh, they out here straight up so, snitching. <laughs> it's just like... He lied on his kids and then got caught. <laughs> but I also... <laughs> I mean, don't think that he could have done a whole lot. Whoa. That's upsetting. This nigga said, I'm in the same boat, but I'm also choosing to get you the fuck off this girl? boot. Yes. Hmm. I see that's that's you want to trade seats with me? 
Probably need to. I don't know why that screw came out. Oh well, guess it's coming, going out. Why do you think we have a, a, a relationship with old Cause people? Cause this is a nigga <clears throat> deflecting like, nigga, they lied. Let's do it, old oh, people. They be lying. Oh, it's just inside of other, depending upon the culture that you're dealing with, it's, I, how do you really put this without me saying, sounding very pragmatic and assholey? Just say uh, it. <laughs> Oh, well, depending upon the culture, even though you treat your grandparents referentially, majority of the time they're more likely to jump on the grenade than the young people are because they've lived a good portion of their life already. So it means they're like, okay, I've lived most of my life, so that means I'm willing to go out here and take these risks. Like, I don't know, the, the one of the stereotypical things that I put out is like, in Japan, when they had a reactor explosion, they the old people are the people who went out to go actually clean up the nuclear waste It wasn't the young because they said the young people are the future. But that's not just, it's just not a thing that we're, that's not a cloth that we're cut from in America. Um, I'm <coughs> fine with that. My only issue with that is, it You're not seems do it like, like <clears throat> no, nah, it seems like they chose that. They all were like, able to make that decision freely. In this situation, New York was just like, shh, don't <laughs> tell nobody. Oh, I mean, the, the homes could have said there. no. Get in there. <laughs> it's like. They weren't allowing them to. They weren't allowing them to say no? No. They just walked up and well, said, said, you're going to take these people. It, you know how laws work and everybody's, it was like an ordinance where they're supposed to be used as an overflow for like full beds. Oh, it was an established ordinance and then they had it set, the system set up so it means the all overflow automatically went to those places. And, then and that's how the hospital infrastructure was just set up. And they, yeah, and so they put people who have COVID into the old folks home and kicked him out of the hospital. Well, and that's because they had, and it, that's because the hospitals were full. <clears throat> And then they took the non-immediate people and then put them into the old people's homes and put the more critical people into the hospitals. Then what would they were they were just kicking them out and putting them into the old people homes and then leaving the hospital empty? No, no, no. They were intaking new people, but not letting anybody stay. And if they could put you in the old folks' home to open up a new bed, they were just keeping it like a revolving door. So that means you... Because they were always... They were always, they were getting fucked up for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, they had no hospital beds. Oh, yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, their <laughs> reaction makes... I don't know. It's like... <sighs> Even if it makes sense, you don't get to lie about it. <clears throat> I don't understand why they did lie about it. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you guys did this? Yeah. This must be a whole big-ass thing. It's a whole like, bunch of lies coming up, ain't it? Well, That's no, it's just like... something, I guess. Like, yeah, I did it. Uh, yeah, that's what we did. Well, why'd you do it? Because there was no hospital beds and you needed to actually be able to evaluate people. And nursing homes have nurse nurses? I still don't think it's cool to put people who are positive inside of a place where the other people are of the highest caliber of susceptible. I mean, the 
See, at some point, Prag, where are you going to put them then? In these empty schools. Empty schools? That means you would actually have to have enough medical things to... The thing about nursing homes is you already have the stuff in order to take care of these people in the facility. You would also... Because at that point in time, they also had problems because they weren't manufacturing enough medical supplies to actually supply the places that we had already. So, you need places with beds already. It... I mean, this is just me looking at this as a pragmatist. Yeah, this makes sense. And yeah, they're the, they're a high risk. But there are people who are high risk in the hospital. A stockade of medical supplies. Like, you should have been if you're a pragmatist. Oh, I mean, yeah. So we've been stocking up on medical supplies from, to begin with as soon as we found out about this pandemic and thought it was probably going to be an issue? Yes. But we didn't. So the pragmatist in me says, yeah, that's where we should have been, but we're not. So we got to deal with where we're at. That's a Tony special. No, we got to put them in the hospital. We have, they're already in? The, no, we got to put them in the schools. The schools aren't equipped to deal with this. Like, we could use the nurse's office, kind of. No, take them, get beds, and send them to Do you understand how much a hospital bed costs? They just pump money out of thin air. They could have did that for this. Yeah. If it was I such mean, a big deal. Well, first things first. That requires them pumping out of money out of thin air for things that the things that benefit the people, which they did not do. Hmm. Because it's fucked us. And like Ash said, what you're going to do with the government doesn't care. Oh, all you're going to put people. Where is all your money going for? And now you mad at these I niggas. Guess what I think is, we already had all of 2020 seeing that the government didn't care. And then we have all of Texas say, hey, we want to be open and government leave us alone. Don't tell us to shut down. Let us do what we want. And then now the government that you guys have said, all right, do what you want. We don't care. We're not going to be worried about y'all. And now y'all are upset. Like, hey, government, come back. I mean, I am 100% for all the preparatory work and stuff like that. And if they could just print off the money and update the infrastructure for the schools and the the actual circulation systems and all that other stuff for the schools and to turn them into health care centers, that would also be cool. But that would that would inspire that we were printing off money for anyone that, because the largest amount of money that we had went to Wall Street. We should use military field beds. And if it's good, for our, good enough for our soldiers to be triaged and treated in, why can't we keep a everyone there's our anything that they could have done. Federal government, so I mean, we should have access to all. I well, that's a whole other conversation. But never mind. Excuse oh me. no, it's that's like I mean, if you want to have that conversation, door. we can have. It's just like I hate to tell people this, but the military people are underpaid too, and we should probably put, increase their pay as well. It's not even about being oh, underpaid. I'm saying that uh, their care is of, like, definitely. They have a lot of like just. Substandard things. Not even that. Just, okay, true. But if you're saying, hey, they can be put in it, they put bring I'm someone else really over okay here. with them putting them over the putting be putting there either. Right now, ain't nobody making no big stink about it. So if it's good enough for them, it should have been good enough for everybody else. Oh, uh, I mean, in these schools, get these field uh, hospitals going. You're gonna be all right. I mean, that also requires them to have the infrastructure to be able to move those people in around within those schools. 
there are some schools that don't have elevators. Like, how are you going to get these people to wear it? Like, if they are in triage and stuff like that, like, how are you going to be able to move them around? Schools that don't have an elevator. Yes. There are schools that don't have elevators. <laughs> so it's like that also implies that the infrastructure of the school is up to date enough to the point where they can actually afford to really be taking these people in. Yeah, I guess if you like one level, but it was like it that would sense. make that much sense. Why would you have one if you was one level? But like two level schools, you definitely got to have an elevator, like at least a fucking freight elevator. Well, what do you do with the kids that are handicapped? Or oh. like a freight elevator? Oh, you no, got to do all the. You probably just have areas of the school that you can wheel people into and you keep it localized. Because it's their so handicapped kid. Probably not. <laughs> you don't get to go upstairs, nigga. I've never seen this job of high school. That's like there was no elevators in Warrensville. You had to pop your way up the steps. Didn't have. <laughs> you have to understand. You were going with these like outlandish, like outlandish uh, no, exceptions. What if you have? What if you're paralyzed from the waist down? So you have legs, but you can't use them, motherfuckers. So all right, you don't got legs. So there's no hopping up the steps. You're probably who carrying up those stairs. That's such a liability. Huh? It's either that or Warrensville come look at you and say you probably got to be homeschooled. You don't even get the option. That is wild. <laughs> That's crazy. What kind of, so they don't have. I like Warrensville High School. It's either that or they cut at Warrensville High School. When they actually get that exception, they might be forced to actually pay to put an elevator put in. But Shaker has an elevator. Yes. Right? I know Brush had an elevator. And it also requires you having an elevator large enough to actually put a lot of these things on. And the bridge on. wasn't even really big. It was just like a basement level that went up. Warrensville school is pretty old. It's just, I, I'm so, I don't understand. Like, you can't tell me, like, no, we ain't got no elevators. You got to go somewhere else. <laughs> you know it's making <laughs> fun of this nigga, what? like, oh, oh, can't go on up the stairs, ass nigga, and just threw an egg at him. Because kids are fucking terrible. <laughs> Man, I would be <laughs> kid throw shit at you and then run up the stairs. Right. <laughs> Come and get me. But I thought you, see, the Beat. funny thing about you, Tony, is that you actually defended the handicapped kids. Well, <laughs> it's just like, so I'm going to throw an egg like, at you. Like, so but this is not doing like, anything. handicapped, like, special needs. Yes, Tony was defending them. But let's say, Game shit, I probably wasn't bothering him if he was like, but you're not going to pick, you're like, not going to pick. Let's say he was the bully and he happened to, like, break his ankle. Oh. Well, then he deserves the egg in the face. He needs to hop his ass up Oh, and he's just somebody I don't happen to like. <laughs> you just, I mean, you... Hey, you have this weakness now. You're stuck at the I'm bottom of the stairs. Okay, even <laughs> after you individuals, my individual heroic friends here, y'all know kids are terrible. Like, True. that little nigga would have been made so much, like, nicknames you didn't even know existed would have been given to that nigga that could not go up the stairs. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry that y'all didn't have, like, an oh, elevator, my, I guess. Uh, Something just I mean, fucked I mean, I had up. an elevator. I was a part of one school that didn't have an elevator. Okay. And that was, like, Warsaw Heights High School. Oh, that'd be fucked up if you were introducing a new kid that could walk around your school. 
and be like, and see, these are the stairs to the West Wing, or as Barry knows them, <laughs> the stairs that he can never climb. <laughs> Barry can only he take drop his head down. Barry can only why did you bring this up? <laughs> why did you bring this up, Mr. Smith? <laughs> You're an <laughs> asshole. I like get this straight shot. <laughs> Barry Earl, why are you like this? You suddenly stole my girlfriend, Barry. Can't we walk, can you? Oh my god. <laughs> and then do you, you get down on this nigga's level and be like, can't walk, can you? It's <laughs> like, what's your girlfriend? You see your how terrible we are? Knows. Kids are way worse. Knows a lot of things yeah, I can so do better so than you I are. It's from the bottom of the legs down, not from the He was the like, so you just can't go upstairs. I got this swerve. <laughs> oh so you just can't go upstairs. Like that would be like no, you can't have a school. Oh, uh, and also the <laughs> school elevators be tiny as all hell. I don't care. Bitch, I so don't you care. can't get you can't roll no yeah, whole art class. Like you can't participate you can't roll in the whole shit. Bed onto there. That's crazy. Like them beds are taller than I am. I could lay on the I could lay on the floor inside yeah. of the goddamn thing inside the elevator. <laughs> like my legs be outside of the elevator door. Can't walk up here. Bitch. No, we're not doing this. No, I'll be like this. Only in America. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not like I'm going to go someplace else. I'm actually going to try and fix this situation that we're in. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Cause, uh, yeah, states are statement. And regardless of whether you think it's a liberal state or a conservative state, it's the, regardless of what I think, I know what it is. They're doing. No, <laughs> say they do like regardless of whether it, you're like, oh, only the conservative states are doing crazy shit to their people. No, don't no, say both like that. States are one liberal state, aka New York, and then the Democratic South in Texas. Both got crazy shit going on. But where you got going on for us, Ash? No, it's my turn. I do. As I asked myself this question, I got really scared. Is there any moment in your guys' life where you're like, I am a man. This is the marking stone. I have left boyhood, and now I am a man. Is there anything that has went off? I've never sought to demarcate the difference between being a boy and a man. Oh, really? Why not? a line that everyone else has drawn. I don't care what people think. Well, what do you think about yourself? Like, is it important for you to be like, this is where I'm psychological. You can't say anything else. I'm psychologically mature. If I had to bring it real base. You're not just, no one cares about what anybody else thinks, but. I mean, my psychological maturation is very odd. So I can't really use myself as a decent example. Okay, so (laughs) definitely a moment like, oh nigga, I'm definitely this mature. I've always been fairly mature for my age inside of other categories and wildly inadequate in others. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like common sense has always been up there, but like emotional IQ has sometimes been like fairly low. <laughs> and it's just like, why do you treat people? Why do you say the things that you're saying? You hurt that girl's feelings. Did I? <laughs> I was about to whole ass trip you when you was just like, yeah, your kid's going to be emotionally inept. Oh my fucking God. Like, <laughs> Charles, I would hit you so fucking hard. Oh my goodness, I hope you fall. Wow. I hope you get wow. back up. <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, you got, you're, get back. Yeah, I don't wish death upon you. That's That don't fit the crime, but also I want to. Don't worry, <laughs> Yeah, like, oh my God, I want to hurt you. What the fuck did I mean? <laughs> I don't anyway. know. It's just like, my mouth is really fast and my brain sometimes. Too fucking fast. Like, I'm like, yeah. I gotta forgive him because 
I don't know. <laughs> was that towards that. the beginning of me knowing you? I got it. Figure- you just said it today. What? Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> today, whole ass was like, yeah, I know a lot of 14-year-olds are just emotionally fucked up, and they homeschool too. Ash, like, oh. That um, wasn't today. That was a couple weeks ago. I can't even end it. Oh, when did that happen? <laughs> just right here. Excuse me, sir. Uh, <laughs> He's giving himself a pedicure. I mean, it did happen today. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it sure did. Oh, I was minding my business. With his head down. Fucking with his fingers. <laughs> no, he was fucking with his feet. Doing footsteps. I can mind my business. Nah, fuck yeah, that. Like, yeah. right, so you couldn't, you couldn't interject anything, but you damn sure I have to let this nigga be like, I said that weeks ago. Uh, that's why you bringing I mean, up that old shit. This is Tony Panger for At that point, he was <laughs> trying to, he was trying to let me actually skate because he thought I would let him skate saying something at some other point. Because I, I always call him out on random bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you just say that? Why can't you ever just let it skate? See, I was just chilling, doing my own thing, and y'all just got to bring me into this. I didn't bring him. No, you was damn sure not to. You was damn sure about to let this be like that's some old shit. That's why you keep bringing up old shit. We couldn't do that part now. Everything else was right. It's between me and him. But this nigga was like, that's two weeks ago. I didn't do that, ass. This is fresh up. You're crazy. You're hallucinating. You're imagining things. Better bring me into it. Yes, it happened today. Why you bring it to But. I don't think that. I think I got it mostly mature. Um, probably for real. Twenty seventeen. Mhm. Is there a oh, line at which you thought you were a man? No. No. That's what I'm struggling with. Like, if I sit there and just be like, am I a woman? Like, I really sat there and was like, am I a grown? <laughs> like, because when people say, like, I'm a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman, you've been saying that shit since she was, like, what, 18 afterwards, which don't really hold no validity to me because, like, being responsible I, and being mature is two totally different things for me. And I learned that pretty on like, oh, I'm not really mature. I'm just kind of know a little bit, Ooh, like, basic. responsible for doing things. Yeah, I'm like, basically, I'm just got basic responsibilities that I know how to handle. So I never understood, like, being like, ah, get the fuck out of my face. Can't do what to do. I don't understand that. <clears throat> but I also was like, when the fuck did I become a woman? Am I a woman yet? Like, I really scared myself. Like, I, don't, I know I'm not, like, girl mentality anymore, but where's the part where we just be like, oh, popped I over mean, here it, into womanhood? I guess it's binary. If you're not a girl, you're automatically a woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not on this girl stuff, so I'm automatically a woman. Yeah, but just because you're in a woman's body don't mean anything. Like, I remember thinking for a very long time that being a mother meant going into womanhood. But I was like, no, I still have very... That's motherhood. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's like really childish. And I was like, oh, I get it now. Like, just because I had a baby did not mean I was fully developed in other areas. So I learned that. You can have a baby when you're 14. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. I learned that a little bit later on, though. Like, oh. Uh, one person who actually had a kid when they were 14. Mm-hmm. That was gonna be real dark. I'm not gonna tell y'all. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I know a person that had a baby when they were. Um, Please don't go under the like, age of 13. Around 12, 13. And then killed himself. Ooh, wait. A few years later. Nice stuff, cookies. Like, uh, 16 and then ended up uh, committing suicide. So, yeah. Also, Rush Limbaugh died. 
Yatta! <laughs> this nigga. But I don't need gasoline I'm, shorts. I was gonna say that I don't think that I'd really look at like development as being a man. Mm. Like I've always been a man. Yeah. <laughs> no. But regardless of me being like two, three, like I've always been a generator of masculine energy. Yeah. No, I may have matured into learning how to like live in that energy and like how that energy affects me and things like that and understanding it and just like being more aware of like what that does and how that drives me. But I don't think that I came into any sort of, oh, like, now I'm a man. Yeah. Like, I think that's more like society's like, oh, you do this man shit. And it's like, no. Paying bills doesn't make no. you a man. But don't nobody ever held women, like, accountable for becoming a woman either. Like, that's more so geared towards y'all. I've never heard anybody be like, you're well, just not woman enough. I think womanhood is, like, tied to, like, your period and things like that mm. sometimes. Because there's generally like a physical representation of like the change, like mental shifts. Mm-hmm. Whereas for men, we don't really have like your balls drop and you get some hair. We don't have really <laughs> any physical markers. <laughs> your voice gets that. Like <laughs> yeah, but even when you have those changes, it doesn't really like change your personality signified again like when a woman generally has a period the way that she views herself changes mm-hmm. well I would assume so from at least the stories that I've been told and I, I, don't, I can't speak for you but and so just like not looking at yourself as like such a kid anymore we don't go through a period of that it's just like even we have some hair like niggas can get hair at 12 and still be playing Power Rangers and shit like that it don't really like phase us in the same way that a woman going through a period does and so I think that physical like marker for women kind of is why they don't really like put so much on like oh you have to step into womanhood because that's kind of like your body's gonna tell you that regardless (laughs) of whether or not you want to or not You're not going to bitch. You better learn. Are <laughs> you about to have 15 kids by four, by fucking 19? You better figure it out. <laughs> and even, I think that there's a physical marker that I don't even think that sometimes that your mind is ready for, but I think that some women, that's when it happens. So I don't, I want, I don't want to speak for all women and say, oh, they have a period and then they have this like mental shift because I definitely think there's like a whole swath of women that have their period and then don't really feel any different outside of now I have cramps once a month and so it could be like alright I did this but I know some women attach like their womanhood to motherhood like how you were saying was, oh I'm a woman now because I'm a mother yeah I don't know I think y'all like I said attach y'all womanhood to like more physical things mm-hmm. That's from what I see I yeah just for men, I don't think there's a clear demarcation because we, we just can't. Yeah, I don't ever think that I've reached manhood. Like I've always think that I've been in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's never like you've attained your manhood. 
You like, I mean, there are milestones that people like to say make you a man, like losing your virginity makes you a man, but it really doesn't. I never even heard that. Like, I just heard that losing your virginity for a guy wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I didn't even hear, like, ever hear, like, any importance on losing your virginity. Well, I mean, depending upon who you are, it's just viewed as a negative thing. Like, depending upon your circle of friends, they look like, oh, you're still a virgin. You haven't gotten any badge. What are you doing? Oh, well, but yeah, but I didn't ever think, even if when, like, because I was probably in some of my circles, like at Brush, I was probably the last one to lose my virginity out of my friends. But. That also doesn't. I. One never felt like that made me less of a man. And then when they found out that I was a virgin, they. That was never like the point of contention of me being less than a man. They were all probably terribly confused. That and then also started trying to get me pussy. I just like, and then as you know, how it ended up happening. So you see how my friends ended up being like. <laughs> so for me, it was never I'll like crossing lines. Me losing my virginity was like associated to my manhood because at no point were the two. I guess couple? the only time, yeah, were the two couple. But I think the only time that for men their manhood, I guess, is in question is when their sexuality is questioned. Hmm. That's a. But Interesting I think that's one. generally like a construct of society and men not being allowed to it, it's explore pretty, anything sexually without... That's pretty much just an anti-gay sentiment more so than an anti- you not being a man sentiment, I would say. But no, even that like... Because that I, would be... You can see a lot of women that is like... Say something that we can't say on this podcast or call you a word that we can't say on this podcast if you do something that they deem less than manly or if you do do something that they deem as effeminate or if they see their son doing something that they deem as effeminate or less than manly or you can't be out here calling people bundles of sticks yeah but they will yeah and all based off of their perceived impression of how you operate and the feminine characteristics that they view in you and how that is associated with homosexuality. Yep. So it's, it just is an attack on our, um, but that's why I said it's an attack on a man's sexuality. It's the only time that I really think that men like feel like we have to defend our manhood. Like any other yeah. time, like I've never seen like, I don't ever feel like it's like something that I had to attain or something that I have to like show, but I definitely have like, felt people are seeing it like like oh you're <coughs> da, 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 da. and it's like well this the, what you just said to me makes me feel a certain way because you've called into question like and it's not even like that. I view my sexuality as my manhood it's that you associate you with my manhood, with basically. my sexuality, with my manhood. But think that, about it. Black men are actually, that's the pivotal point of y'all. Like, you look at porn, like how motherfuckers be fetishizing y'all in porn. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, that's the only value that some people think y'all hold is like, how big is your dick and how well can you work it? Like, that's crazy. 
Now that I, I thought about it, I was just thinking like, oh my, my God. I mean, my true actual epiphany out of that is the only time I actually hear my masculinity questioned is typically from women. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> like, dudes don't actually just say, you ain't no man. No, what the fuck do you think they say about society? That, like, how do you learn? Where do you go to learn to be a man from then? Like, if it's, you're, you're supposed to learn it from your father, but... Well, we already know how that situation is. My dad's at home. Well, for majority. my nigga. <laughs> oh cool. my god! <laughs> 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 fucking hate you. <laughs> my cool. daddy home. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He's over there. He taught me how to handle my business. Oh my! I throw my phone shit at your head. <laughs> I know. Nigga. I did that. Purposely. <laughs> so yes, the majority of people that is not a thing, and that you do have mothers raising their children who then question their masculinity, and <clears throat> I do think that that creates a culture where. Or where men have been so, especially black men have been so like anti—not even emotionally stunted, anti-gay or um, homosexual or anything LGBTQ, anything inside of that spectrum—because they grow up in a household where anything that's seen as anyways effeminate is a question on their manhood. Where I'm a man because I was—that's who I am. And that is the energy I exude. That's the way I present myself. That's how my being is is fulfilled. And so, for you to question it, it especially when kids are young and they grow up, of course they're gonna like immediately be starkly against the thing. They be like, all right, if I'm even associated with that, who I feel like I am as a person is now devalued. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's. But I don't know why women do it. But I that's that's the only time I've ever seen it done for men. Like other men don't really go after go the masculinity. After most men that are I usually see women do it to their kids, do it to their boyfriends or to their brothers. It's and it's I don't know. It's very I hate it. I call it out like because I'll see women do it or someone a chick can say it to me and I'm like. Also, that's what we're doing. So we just talk down to men because you want men to be hyper-masculine, right? So let's have this conversation. They'd be like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. So, but that's what you're saying. You I was like, you're going to say what you mean or you, you can't, don't. You can't say, oh, you got to act like a man. So because I'm mad you did this or because I feel a way, I'm not a man. So why are you dating me? I'm not a man. I, no, no, not even that. Explain to me why I'm not allowed to have emotions. So we need to really get into this. I'm going to really like have a real conversation with you because I think that's dangerous. If y'all want black men to change, there's a certain level of accountability that women have to take for some of the issues that we have. Not all of them. I think black men have some issues with aggression. I think they've seen a lot of aggression in the household and they need to reconcile that with themselves. But I do think that a lot of like our identity with sexuality, the way that we view sexuality, the way that it's treated in our culture and masculinity masculinity and femininity are treated in the way they're valued is toxic right now. Like dudes ain't having no explorative phase. Like, like with what? Like period when it comes to sexuality. Like it's a woman like, could kiss mm-hmm. another woman and like decide, hey, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Men aren't afforded that opportunity. We just have to be like, nah, I don't like it. You ever tried it? Nope, mm. I don't like it. I'm not doing that. Very binary. Because mm. if I ever do it, no matter what I say, women are going, you're gay. 
my sexuality is constantly in question because I did something one time and I was curious about it and I made a decision that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But generally, as a rule, women are going to question, well, if you did it then, how you feel now? And well, I couldn't date a dude that used to talk to men. But why? If you used to talk to women and men took that stance in that position that oh, if you've ever done anything with a woman, we don't want anything to do with you. You're just How a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're a just lesbian, lesbian forever. You can't, you can't you come can't, over There's here. no coming back. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Ugh, you, you touched another woman. How late is that? How, how open does that allow you to be yourself and just explore who you are as a person and the shit that you like and you don't like? So no, men don't have the opportunity to... There is no clear demarcation because you're expected to be a man from the start. Yeah. And anything that deviates from that path is you not being a man. So it's only a tax. There's never like a praise or you attaining something. Okay. Well, what do y'all think about like, now that you've already identified, it's just been women around really kind of putting this on and just saying this is what it is. What do you think about the men who aren't psychologically there to be mature, to be around? Like, where are they at? You know? Where, what, what, because if you can't find it in a woman, because she don't know what it's like to be a man, so where are the niggas at that's supposed to be out here showing around? Even if you don't have the father in the home, there is no father figures from what I see sometimes to even show, like, well, you do this and do that. Usually they kind of come from a place where how to be a gentleman, but like, there's nothing else like, oh, we don't do this, or as this, you're supposed to do this. There's really no guidelines for y'all, like y'all said. So where's the niggas at? The men that are supposed to get those guidelines, I guess. I don't think there, are, there any. are any guidelines. There's really only things that we're not allowed to do. It's like, as long as you don't do these, if you... If you don't do this, you're a man. You can beat women. Mm-hmm. Your masculinity is never questioned. Mm-hmm. You can rob, you can cheat, you can steal. Steal a man. You lay with another man, you're instantly having your math. The sexuality is generally the only way that I've seen men question. Go get a Anything manicure and a pedicure. makes you kind of seem feminine is where I see men's masculinity question. Other than that, it doesn't matter what we do. I'm taking a, I'm just taking an emotional day off. I can be bitches ass every single day. And no one is going to be like, that's not a real man. They're going to be mad. They gonna talk shit, but if I play football, they gonna cheer for me the next Sunday. They'll call you a coward for about two weeks, and I'm gonna catch that ball, and they gonna cheer for me next Sunday. Okay, so I guess to maybe to write it differently, where are the people? Why are y'all not holding each other accountable for saying like this? Don't because mean anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, I know y'all get together and be like, it's okay if you take a day off or because whatever. The whole society doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's why, because. As a whole, people operate on the rules that society is set up. And so the rules for society are women adhere to these standards, men adhere to these standards, and there's generally no deviation deviation from that. So there's no reason to create those. There's no incentive. It's like the issue with us is... Whatever I want to do and still be a man, and the only thing that really, like, devalues that is doing this. I think most men can just constantly be against that or just generally 
not against put it out that, there. and not put that out there and be like, I'm not doing that. And never have anything about their manhood. Question. Question. I mean... So there's no incentive for it to be anything else. And the weird thing is, when you opt out of something, you stop caring about it. So, so it's like, like, essentially, it's no like incentive to grow up. No. There's no incentive to fight against the system because once you opt out of the system and you stop caring about it and stop using their demarcations to evaluate yourself, mm-hmm. ultimately, you fixing that system has no tangible gain for you. And, or just like altruistically, but also because you exist outside of the system, no one that is within the system is really going to listen to you. Like, there, I know certain men that hold each other to a standard. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I hold the men to my, around me to a standard. Like, let's say one of my friends. If I just started to go out there and do some real fugazi and weird shit. If he had a baby mother and he wasn't paying child support, me and him would first have to have a conversation like, bro, you can't just have a kid and not be taking care of them. He can mm-hmm. feel how you want to feel about me. But one or two things are going to happen. Either you're going to start taking care of your kid or me and you're going to stop kicking it. Because for me, no, you can't have a kid and not take care of your seed mm-hmm. and he look at you as like a man. So I think that I have morals and I think that most of my friends around me have the same level of morals. But I don't think that's anything that society has made me have. Mm-hmm. I could be a deadbeat dad and y'all aren't going to say shit to me. I probably will say something to you. If I mean, you are, that. but society's... <laughs> oh, society's yeah. yeah. And, and I like, think that's where people get that com- convoluted where it's like the boys will be boys mentality while feminists are... I would say that's one of their issues. Um, yeah, like nobody is holding these niggas accountable to say, you need to be here and these people need your guidance. There's none of that anymore. Like... Like, and that's my... Like... If they would allow others to guide them, it mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be a problem, but they're definitely going to opt out of the guidance guidance as well. Because they're going to look at me and be like, well, you need some help. It's just like, I don't need any help. Like, dude, you're like, I'm not going to say you're failing at everything, but you could just be doing better and doing this such and such and such and such and such. And such. Like, people, like, people at nauseam don't know how to take critiques in general. Parents attached more of being a man as handling your responsibility as they come. Recognize that your strength is thinking through things logically and not letting your emotions go through things. But I think that comes from a parent or parental foundation. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's male, female. I think that the parent just needs to have the wherewithal that I I'm raising either <clears throat> a son, daughter. And there's certain things that I need to instill with them that they need to know. All right, as a, as a woman, these are just certain things that you need to always be prepared that even if you have a partner, that may fall apart and you need to have at least a little bit something for yourself. Yeah. Just for a rainy day because you don't always want to, even if you're dependent on them, you don't want to be wholly dependent on them that you can't survive for two nights by yourself and figure it out from there. But... You might you need to be responsible know how you're gonna get a meal if you're a man. Shit like that that you might just want general shit that you wanna teach, I think has to come from a parent because us trying to tell them, Hey, this is what you need to have and shitty as it is to say the way that men are set up is that they're gonna take their kids from women and women aren't um enforcing that as the standard. Mhm. I mean, most men are raised by women as of right now. They yeah, not, so... They're not going to do it. They're not, because 
that's not the standard that women are raising. Though. Women are raising men to be hard fighters, strong. Like it's a, it's weird because my see, all these I think men my mother are... has never really questioned my like I don't know my family's weird. Like I can say outside of like my maternal family that was definitely an issue, but my mother has less of an issue with that. In terms of questioning either of my my own or my father's masculinity, because as of right now, I the way my father takes care of his business, then no point you can really say is just like. Well, I grew up in a household where my grandfather was super homophobic, and so is his son to my uncle. Um, my little cousin used to run kind of like this, with his hands in front of him. And they would constantly ask him, why are you running like a bundle of sticks? Uh, so much to the point that he cites that he just thought that that was the way that he was supposed to be because they asked him and just assumed that he was that way. He is now, by the way, homosexual. But as of right now, he's not that's a terrible way of confirming things. It's just like, if you reflect back, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm said, not actually gay. He said, my grandfather said this about me, so he said I must be. It's just like, I don't like sleeping with men. I just thought I was supposed to. They told me gay this entire time. and No, I'm not actually. Shit. But yeah, so... But for me, I didn't necessarily come up under that because, like I said, my uncle was super that. So he lived in a household where it was also directly. But I, like I said, grew up with two homosexual uncles where we went to their house for holidays and things like that. Oh, yeah, so you've said was, that. But you've also said there was definitely some friction within your family. Oh, yeah, there was the F-bomb dropped in the middle of uh, Thanksgiving dinner. their yeah, no, Christmas dinner. And so, yeah, no, I've been in some really interesting situations where your manhood is tested and so but I've never associated with being gay with not being a man no because I saw two clearly homosexual men like I said I've known they were gay pretty much since I was like five years old but you've also seen those gay men handle their business yeah have big houses nice cars do whatever the fuck they want always take care of their responsibilities um, help other people just be generally better people than my uncle was at the time who would hide weed on me said crazy shit about his kids tried to make us all in fight to be like who's the best one they gain his favor so I had wildly different like so right, four so year old Tony's is, over here looking at like there's you and so no this is Tony growing up saying alright this is how these two men treat me that you say all of these wild things about, and these are the things that you do, and all the wild shit that happens over there. I'm so, gonna go with these two. Not even that, it's just I disassociated masculinity with any of that. None of that has to do with being a man for me. So for me, when the women, so like, I've dealt with women who are like, who've had problems dating men because of the way that they speak to them. Because they're gonna say things that are like, very demeaning to your masculinity. It generally doesn't bother me, and I'm gonna just call a spade a spade because hey, 
those are things that are kind of fucked up, and that's probably why you have issues with other men. I don't really care because I'm not sensitive like that, but it's also because I've gone through some crazy shit where I've had to identify that uh, I don't think any of this has to do with me being a man. Like, so I don't being gay. I could be a man and be doing my shit and be completely fine. I could be in the streets and be hustling, and my masculinity cannot be questioned and be beating women. And not once are you not looked at like a man, but you do all this wild shit over here that I'm privy to. So. Or I could be like my grandfather, who is not once not considered a man and a little crazy, kind of homophobic, but also respectful enough to not be disrespectful in other people's households and things like that. So he didn't say anything. It was just my uncle that was like, why we got to be here, blah, blah, blah. And it just went off. But so I've seen just different layers of, all right, you can disagree with something and shut the fuck up. That your grandfather had a level of tactfulness. Yes, and, about this is just like I have my opinions, but I'm also inside another also man's see, house. So all, all of them not be questioned about their masculinity, outside of the two homosexuals, but not by women, but by my uncle, and that was mostly explained to me because he was mad and didn't understand. And so once I understood his issue, I never took it as like, oh, they're not men or they're. So for me, it's never been tied to that, but I've seen that growing up and then all through my life, just women attack it, and then men grow up in this structure where that is attacked, where they become antagonistic towards that as well. And view it as like, oh, if you're this, you're no longer a man. I'm like, well, how did you come to tie all of what makes you a man to this one act? Yes, we don't really know what the fuck that is. We know what somebody else told us, but if they haven't really been around and if we haven't continued a cycle where it's like fatherless homes since the 60s, then women don't really know. They have an idea and they can impart that idea onto you. And the best thing I think they can do is make you a gentleman. But becoming a man or whatever the fuck you want to define that is, is something that's wholly between men. And they don't, y'all don't seem to have that much anymore. Like, it's more so like, well, do what the fuck you want. Cause like, that bill of good thing is pretty much widespread. Like you said, like, you got personal standards that you would uphold yeah. to because you know you're not about to be associated with that. But also, like, on the whole spread, like, just watching my father, um, I'm gonna be real. Like, that dude's mad emotionally immature. <laughs> so, oh, no. I don't the think he's. maturity is not a part of being a man. No? Why not? Oh, I mean, I think it should be, but. Oh, okay. Society, they don't ask that of you. Yeah, no, they don't ask that. It's just like. I mean, I didn't saw some mad-ass temper transfers. Now that I can identify what that is, like, every moment you don't know when this nigga about to explode. Maybe superficially paying bills. Mm hmm. It's about paying get bills, taking care of your kids. And Ish, not even, not even. Not even. You don't have to do that. Like, you could just fuck. Wait, child support is, is a bill. Oh, no, that I was mean, you. Even if you don't pay child support, it's not a whole lot of people that are going to be in your business saying a lot of shit to you for real. No, it's just like a boys will be boys mentality. And I don't think that, I think we do just got like an effeminized society where how you feel is way more important than what your duty is towards anybody. Because now you could just read and wrap it, and I don't feel like being here, so I could just fucking go. Yeah, I think that there are certain things that should be, like, our requirements or things. Not even, like, I guess requirement is a a more harsh word than I'm intending to use. Guidelines. Yeah, guidelines. Guidelines is more in between. And not even, like, a boundary, just, like, 
these are like certain things that you should strive you for. should strive for and like prescribe to and not to say that you're gonna hit that mark every single time but yeah you should know that when you're not hitting that mark you fucking up and shouldn't just be out there doing it and being like nah that's that's par for the course mm-hmm. and right now it's just pretty par for the course like i said like i know men that have been arrested for dvs come home and then try to explain away the dv like no the first time yeah i went to jail because i hit her but the second time you know once the dv's already on your case they just go take you to jail anyway and i wasn't bruh you already beat women you can't explain that away to me i don't want to associate with you Mm -hmm. but i also know that you're kicking it with niggas y'all out there kicking it i know all of y'all we grew up together or at least went to high school, because I don't want to say grew up together, because they from out here. But I see that that hasn't stopped anything Anybody. for you, really. Shit. What accountability? Not to say that there shouldn't be accountability for whatever happened on the other person's side, but outside of, like, if Chris Brown wasn't a famous singer, how much accountability do you think he really, really had to face? And how much did he really face? He really... Outside like, of losing sponsorships, the only thing that he lost that was really... Double made up. Yep. <laughs> it's just but, like, I mean, that was huge. Like, I mean, but he also made a shit ton of money already. So it's like, yeah, he lost it, but he's still making albums. He's still doing all the stuff. And, he's, and no one's refusing to work with him. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we just geared toward how we feel. I, this is how Chris Brown makes us feel. So I just think, like... I don't under. I guess after doing some deep study, like I don't think we have a patriarchal society. I think it's really matriarchal because nothing's really. If you had a patriarchal society, everything would kind of have some kind of sense of order and things like that. But it's really just geared to how do you feel? Like anybody can just go online and rant, like you said. Don't matter how many DVs it got, this nigga still gonna pull pussy. Any like <laughs> Deontay is a good example where he he knew the fuck basic formula: make a bitch feel good, and you can get a bitch. Like it's nothing. Not saying that like, he done anything wrong on that that front, but I'm just saying like I don't think it's a patriarchal society. I think it's matriarchal because everything that we do is geared towards tactic using more feminine tactics. Like mind control is a feminine tactic. The CIA studied women, how we look at shit, that shit that y'all don't like, or we got to pick up and touch every fucking thing. And look, we going in for alarm clocks. We looking at all the alarm clocks and studying each and every intricacy. And this has this button and da, 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 da. that's where the CIA got it from, from females. Mind control is a feminine, whole feminine thing. Marketing, everything is geared towards your feelings. So I don't it took me a while I remember one of my teachers was like no it's actually backwards and I'm like get the fuck out of here and now I see what he's talking about it's just all geared towards how do you feel in this moment do whatever the fuck you want like how a girl would act oh I mean well, when, I think when most people talk about patriarchal societies the thing they primarily talk about who's running it not the psychological yeah that's the face of on. it though but think about it everything that they use is to get you to feel away so you could vote for them they don't really think you to be like how y'all claim to be so logical. It's well, really no. I mean, if logic, we already know that people don't operate based on logic because if mm-hmm. we operated based on logic, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems that we have right now. Yeah, so it's, if it's not that masculine part, it's definitely geared towards the feminine part. Because it's like, it's just like abortions are bad. Yeah, we, but we are, there's already like law in the books that you guys can't do anything about that. Abortions are bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're voting for you. 
I mean, they can do stuff about it in states. Uh, yeah, they can, but like going, but at that point, voting for somebody federally about abortion is dumb. True, but but they still say it, and people still people rally around that shit, and they're like, "Yeah, abortion's bad, and we're gonna vote for you because you're against abortion." All right. What about all the other things? No, that's the that's the, my one primary thing. I mean, I think that society is run off of how we feel in <clears throat> a basic just undertone of like, oh, you feel this way, or you think this, or that's going on, or all of these things, and that's basically how you feel, or or what's get put out, or what's important to you, or what's prioritized. Yeah, you know, really like. Oh, these are the certain standards, certain like boundaries that we have. <clears throat> but that's why I think that um, I I agree with Charles in one way that women are more worried about the face of it. But I also think that they're worried about the fact that I guess for a time it seemed like they had standards and just the men didn't. But it seems like they're not arguing for standards, they're arguing for no one having standards. And I don't know if that's necessarily the way we should evolve. Because if you look at it, they're like, oh, men are allowed to fuck who they want, uh, just be sexually empowered. Mm-hmm. Men are allowed to well, speak how they want, move how they just, but <laughs> just in general, they think that men are allowed to just move freely and Do operate in the space. And not have any like constraints or rules or guidelines or standards to operate on, and that's what they want. That just seems like another de-evolution of moving further and further away from a situation that's going to be like, all right, this is probably how we should treat each other and operate inside of these boundaries for like some of the best effects. But everybody's like, nah, fuck that. And right now, women want to be like. Nah, fuck that. We want to just say, we want to do what we want to do and have y'all not say nothing about it. Just like y'all do. It's not like they're arguing for us to have more standards. They want less. I agree. They argue against that. I mean... Because I still don't see how how a bitch is empowered because she has an OnlyFans or does sex work or can go out and sleep with 15 niggas even if you're not getting paid for it. I don't understand how that empowers you because no one has said why well what power did you gain what did they give to you more about having the option to do so and not be limited but not limiting your it's a weird it's a weird concept at least to me it is yeah but you didn't gain no power from it you just fucked and if anything that you learn later in life, just fucking don't give you power. You just was fucking, like, which is grand, which is fine. Like, like I said, Jasmine Sullivan's hotel. It's like, I'm not excited about that because if you keep letting people define what being a hoe is, then you gonna think, oh, well, I have to challenge that. No, you sleep with who the fuck you want to sleep with. And if you want to talk about it, go ahead. But... You writing, you making an album about who you fucked and slept with and how you like to be fucked isn't like something that I'm just about to be like, yeah, girl. <laughs> you can get out. That's not nothing. Like I said, I would never diminish the girl that's on OnlyFans making her money at all. But don't try to tell me that it's empowered you somehow. No, you just 
you have another way to make money and you I'm proud of you for this. this <laughs> yeah, or even if you're just not making money uh, from it, you like ain't gained no power from dick. <laughs> you ain't gaining nothing from fucking. Well, some people believe that like if you control someone sexually, there's just a degree of power over that, but... No, that's know. the power that you gave to them. You disempowering yourself by thinking that someone could give you, by even trying to give them the label. Like, you took that away from me and women can't do this. That's what they said. What did you say? They don't have nothing to do with you for real. So I don't under, like, that will never resonate with me. And no one better ever be in my face talking about some, I fuck on camera, so that's empowering. It's not like this. Just I mean, be real. Empowered about it. That's fine. No, you just feel good because you got three thousand dollars from rubbing your pussy on camera, bitch. If I was into that, where do I sign up? I would feel real fucking good if I just had to log in for two hours, and pay three thousand dollars because some nigga was like, "I'll give you all this because you was just there playing with your pussy." Excuse me. That sounds great. I'd feel real fucking good too. If you feel good, then yeah. Then I say that. But don't say you empowered. You ain't get no power exchange from this shit. Feeling good is empowered. You're feeling good is just feeling good. Actually, they're not used to feeling good at all. Well, the problem with feeling good is you're going to feel bad. It's just going to happen. They don't know how to differentiate. (laughs) If you always get your feeling good from other people paying you this amount of money, what happens when they don't pay you that amount of money? Do you start feeling bad again? Yeah, and that's the intrinsic issue with it. You know what happens when like, you ain't fucking whatever like, amount of niggas you want to fuck? Play and using this thing to. Well, I guess it. my thing is, like I was just saying, like if you're fucking a whole bunch of people, what happens when that thing stops? Did your power disappear? Yeah, what happened to your feel good? That's the entire thing about it. That's inside of this. I'm not like, I guess I'm technically considered a feminist, but I'm not really a feminist in the way that a lot of people would say that they are feminists. I'm not like, like, yeah, everyone should have equal rights. So that makes you a feminist. Okay, so that means I'm a feminist then, but like... I'm not a feminist because while I believe everybody should have equal rights, I don't want to champion that. And so since I'm not willing to champion it, I don't want to call myself it. I think the people that are it are the ones that are willing to do the work for it. And so that's how I define whether you're something or whether you just kind of have some of the ideals. I mean, that is what a lot of people always want to loop me in when I say those, when I say because I am Because everybody is trying to force you to like... To label it. Label like, your, not even label it, label yourself. And pick yeah, like, people do that to me all the time. Like, oh, like, so you're not a conservative, you're a libertarian. No, I just don't like this. I'm not kind of like things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now you should be doing these things and once you don't fall inside that label, it's like, oh, why didn't you do that? No, no, no. You said I was this. I didn't... Yeah, like, I hate when niggas do that shit to me. I'm not going out to a woman's march or anything like that. Because, like, ultimately, I mean, there's certain incongruency. Like, African Americans overall have certain problems with feminists and so on. There's, like, the weird cross section, the fugit, like, playing the game of cups that is trying to get equal treatment is, like, a whole problem. But we not created equal, so why do you think you need equal treatment? That's something I just, I don't understand that either. A man has certain strengths that I don't have, and, uh, he definitely got. I have certain strengths that he don't have. So where's the equality in this? Oh, uh, I mean, in terms of, we're talking about in terms of government standards. So it's like, a woman should be able to decide whether or not she's able to get her tubes tied, and if she wants to get them tied, the good doctor should not be able to tell her no. 
Shit like that. How do you feel about a man being able to opt out of uh, having a kid? I don't. You can opt out of having a kid. Sure, you can just snip, snip. No, no, no. No, no. Like how women can opt to have an abortion. abortion. A man can opt to be like, I don't want to be a father. That's it. Well, you can you can actually legally do that. You can renounce all rights that you have to a child. Do you have to pay child support still? No. It's just not something that a lot of people do. I think there's an entire legal process to it, and there has to be... There's a decent amount... There's paperwork and stuff that have to be done, but... I don't know if it works like that. And it might be a state-to-state thing. That might be the overall issue, but... Because I know that, uh... A lot of men would do that. If it was just that sign well, down the line. <laughs> it's one of those things where there's it's just one of those things where a lot of people might not be as educated as one would like to be inside of these situations. Oh no, niggas will find that out. Trust me. Like I can ask more questions about the processes <laughs> and there might be a lot more or Because what I know is right now. <clears throat> I get someone pregnant. They don't want to have a kid. I want to have a kid. We ain't got no kid. They want to have a kid. I don't want to have a kid. They still have a kid. I'm responsible for the kid. Think that's unfair. I mean, that could be lawfully corrected state by state if we really want to. It could be, but the... That would require an entirely uncomfortable conversation with people. It could it be, like, but the system usually geared towards more women, women, women than it is a man. Alleviate a lot of issues with abortion. Issues with a, not even that. I want unwanted pregnancies, uh, deadbeat dads, um, broken homes. You're not gonna be able to say, oh, you take, I he got pregnant and he left. And he ain't taking care of his kid. No, no, no. You chose that. Y'all issue. both understand how the system works, so. Y'all both have options in this situation. Now, if you don't believe in that, you can opt in to have a child by yourself. That is not something that is against you or should be held against you. But I also don't think that... When you deal, run into the trials and the hardships, it doesn't be... Like, when you look at your son, it's just like, why isn't daddy here? Well, he didn't want you. But of course, that sounds fucking terrible. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you probably could have worded that a bit better. Like, I chose to have you as opposed to he didn't want you. But... Yeah, I mean, I just think that that would only be a lot of issues. I mean, at that point, you couldn't just lock people in by having a child. I think it would give a lot of people pause. Future probably wouldn't have no baby mamas right now. Sign out of them all. Pardon me, I was still acting poke. Pardon me, I was still acting poke. <laughs> I love that fucking song. Oh, I don't like the way Future raps in general. I don't understand. I like when you feature on stuff, but I don't yeah, like it anymore. No, because I didn't even do what the fuck I wanted to do, but we got into a good-ass conversation uh, about what that. What do you want to do, Bash? No, I'm not going through those. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot, but we still kind of generally got where it was going to be. Now, next week, I'm doing conspiracies for real. Oh. Yeah, yeah Charles. Ah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do conspiracy theories. Can I? You black. Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne. That is just Charles over there. 
aka just Charles 009, aka the most host. Then there's Ash over there, oh over there, aka Zero Cool, aka follow her on Twitter. Yo, you've been saying Twitter for the longest time, Instagram. and I have not Instagram. corrected you. I'm like, why do you say Twitter? Why you keep saying Twitter? Why you keep saying Twitter? Because I don't want nobody following me on Instagram. I don't want nobody following me on Instagram. But today, we're just going to clear. No one likes it. We're out of here. I'm done with this. Goodbye.